Welcome to Prophecy Views. I want to bring something to your attention. I missed something a little while back. Um, I told Papa uh, with the ministry here that we need to start watching Bill Gates because he seems to be on top of what's going to happen next. Um, it doesn't hurt to watch Fauci, but I, I'm not hearing as, as much from him now. Uh, but he certainly seemed to predict the last... Um, I have to be careful what I say on certain platforms, but the, the last pandemic, he seemed to have predicted that about two years to three years out. And he said not that it would be likely that there would be a pandemic in the Trump administration. He said it was going to happen. And he called for it like two years out. It was 2017 when he said it was going to happen. Well, um, here's what we're dealing with. And I've, I'm, I, it seemed like this did pop on my radar and I didn't fully catch it. But this was back in October of 2022, October 23rd of last year. And this was Bill Gates and the World Health Organization, the WHO. They ran a simulation for the next pandemic. Now, I want to take you back in time for just a little bit because when Donald Trump was in office, when he was the president, he pulled us out of the World Health Organization. And we funded them, if memory serves me right, to the tune of about 200 and some million dollars. I want to say $240, $260 million. And he pulled us out of that because the World Health Organization just appeared to be playing patty cake with China and um, not following true science but made-up science. So Donald Trump pulled the United States out of the World Health Organization. Bill Gates did not feel like that was the good move, so he personally stepped in and funded the World Health Organization by a hundred million dollars of his own money. Now, oddly enough, call it a coincidence if you want, months later, the World Health Organization, basically by putting the foot on the neck of other countries, pushed them into a situation where they had to inject their citizens with a jab in the arm, if you know what I'm talking about, with um, a jab that was heavily funded and invested in by Bill Gates. So I would almost call $100 million to the World Health Organization, I would almost call that cheap advertisement. So it seemed to work out very well. Having said that, um, Bill Gates now seems to really be geared, now that he's away from Microsoft so much, he's really geared toward this pandemic market. Now you can go back in our videos and you'll see where we've shown many times that Bill Gates has said he thinks the world population is too big. So, I'm just doing a precursor. Now, this is about 13 minutes long. I'm going to play it in its entirety. This is from Redacted News. Uh, you can find them on YouTube. You can find them on Rumble. Um, I follow them quite a bit, uh, depending on the topic they're talking about. But I want you to pay attention to this. And when I start this video, look at the timer on your whether it's on your podcast or you're on YouTube or Rumble, look at the timer because I'm going to stop this at about the 4 minute and 20 second mark. The gentleman in this um, simulation is going to say something that just sparked my attention instantly because Scripture talks about a time when the all of the religions will basically be coming together and the false prophet will be um, over all the religions of the world and telling people to worship the beast. So listen to to what this is saying. And if you take 
a jab in the arm, again, I'm just being cautious of on, depending on the platform this is on. If you take a jab in the arm and you make it mandatory worldwide and include it in that jab, you have to claim allegiance to the one world government or to the Antichrist. It, it, of course, you won't use the word Antichrist, but you have to claim allegiance to the one world government or an individual in order to get, when you take that jab in the arm, um, that may very well be something to guard you against a pandemic. They'll use fear for it. Well, Scripture says that the religions of the world will point you in that direction and say it's a good thing you need to do that. I want you to listen at this 4 minute and 20 second mark. That scenario comes in and I'll stop it and I'll, and I'll bring it up as soon as uh, as soon as that happens. So I'll see you in just a little bit. Well, I'm going to play this for you. Let's talk about Bill Gates and the next pandemic. Um, Bill Gates and the World Health Organization have announced when we will see the next pandemic. And they have a date for us. Uh, so get this on your calendar. Prepare, you know, plan your trips around this next pandemic right now. We'll have more on that in a second and the dates. But you'll remember Bill Gates and the World Health Organization previously held what was known as the 2001 event. Event 201. Sorry, event 201. Um, and it was about the two, Event 201 exercise. It was a simulation involving a coordinated global response to a coronavirus that they held in a simulation just months before COVID-19 was declared a global pandemic. So they're pretty good at predicting this stuff. I don't know how they pull this off. How they yeah, both... no, Fauci, remember, Fauci told Trump in 2017, not that there could be, not that there might be, but there would be a pandemic during his presidency. Yes. Yeah, and Obama ran exercises for it during his uh, uh, presidency. Preg pregnancy. During his pregnancy. <laughs> during his presidency, too. So, At the womb factory. <laughs> so they've just gotten together and they're doing it again now. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, along with Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security and the World Health Organization. I wish I was making this up, but this is, this is not a conspiracy theory. They did this. And they just conducted their next pandemic tabletop exercise in Belgium. It's called the Catastrophic Contagion. Hey, honey, where are you going this weekend? I'm going to Belgium. I got a conference. Oh, yeah, what's it about? Uh, it's called the Catastrophic Contagion event. Oh, what are you guys going to be doing? Oh, we're just planning the next pandemic. Just getting everything ready. Getting everything cool. ready and locked up in the new virus and vaccines. We'll have vaccines ready to go because that's how we do this. We, we plan it. And then we, of course, have the vaccines ready to go. So this is the video that Bill Gates put together, along with the team, complete with simulated news reports like this. This is really what they're preparing for us. This video is called Get Ready. Watch. Catastrophic contagion of global challenge. Breaking news. Two Latin American countries alerted the WHO of several outbreaks of a new infectious disease that's mysteriously appearing across the region. Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome 2025. Oh, so that's the name, guys. Just write this down. That'll be the name of it, okay? It's Sears. Gonna be Sears. It's going to be called the Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome in 2025 is when we'll see it, Okay. Now, it says at the bottom this is a fictional scenario, but, but come on. <laughs> Over the past six weeks alone, there have been 500 confirmed or suspected cases reported. 
The virus could cause a severe pandemic if early containment and mitigation efforts are not successful. The pandemic in this type of situation and trend would be a risk for the global health security. Pandemics are inherently political, financial, and so much broader. We have not spoken on the leadership in the country. And I think that we need to be also very careful. We cannot decide a lot of things without the leaders be involved and agree on that. Oh, really? That's an interesting point that she's making. Oh, instead of unelected globalists making decisions, she's saying, wait a minute, we need to have our leaders involved in this discussion. Wait, so the the white guy was the um, dissenter, right. like the, the one we're supposed to say, oh, yeah, he's a naysayer. We don't agree with him. And right. then she shuts him down. She shuts him down. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, go ahead. There is no substitute for national leadership. It's important to support the local response or the national response. Training those that are in these areas first, enabling them with the tools, protecting them, and if needs be, regional solidarity first. At this stage, communication is key, and communication should include not just scientists with data, but also social, religious, and political leaders. Trust. This is an essential issue. So did you catch that? Communication is key, not only in other aspects, but religious. So we've got to get the religious community on board with what we're going to be telling people. They've got to follow our edicts, our fear policy. They've got to take this jab in the arm on this next pandemic. It's going to be a must. Folks, your radar should be going off right now. Everything should be on high alert. This is not right. They're preparing for this. And it should be no shock to anybody if you follow... Uh, the podcasts and the and the videos that we put out. This should be of of little surprise to anybody. You see it coming. Folks, you gotta be prepared. The best way to be prepared is to put your faith and your belief in Jesus Christ. He is the King of King and the Lords of Lords, the Lord of Lords, and He is our escape. Whether it be in, in this world or the next one, don't put all of your eggs in the basket of this world. This is not the end game. Uh, Your salvation is for eternity. So don't put your eggs in the basket of this lifetime. Let's focus on the long game. But having said that, uh, let's let's go ahead and wrap this up and finish it up. So there's going to be a little bit of time left. So I'll see you on the other side. And trust was broken among countries, between populations and healthcare systems, between healthcare systems and governments. I'm very sorry to say that in uh, 2025, we need to strengthen the health system. WHO needs to be a voice for the voiceless. No one is safe until all of us are safe. As of today, there have been an estimated 1 billion cases worldwide, with more than 20 million deaths, including nearly 15 million children. Countless millions are alive, but left with paralysis or brain damage. Oh, okay. So that's how it all. So, I'm sorry. You hear those numbers? A billion people. Okay. Mm-hmm. M- millions of children, and then those who are left will have uh, brain damage and paralysis. So that's that's what we'll have. That's that's how this is going to unfold. The most successful countries are those which invested in preparedness and trained for this moment years in advance. 
This included having full-time pandemic preparedness and response teams, which conducted detailed operational planning and routinely tested those plans through exercises and drills. Okay. I should also point out, I didn't recognize her at first. This is Jean Reserve. She used to be a CNN anchor. She used to be a CNN reporter. Did she? Yeah. So now, I mean, just just goes to show you like the cozy. I didn't recognize her at first. She's, her hair is, she's older, gray, and I didn't recognize her. Uh, but uh, she was a CNN anchor reporter. Uh, this goes to show you the coziness between the mainstream media and the, the likes of like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the, 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 the World Health Organization. To, to uh, you know, to well, add I, credibility to a message that they're trying to get out. Right? Yes, but we are also we have been freelance journalists before too, and you realize that she's just taking a contract job. You know, okay. we, we shouldn't begrudge someone taking a paying job. Who's so? All right. And I and I saw this circulating online really quick, um, and it, I I found it on YouTube and I showed Jennifer because I was like, this is like crazy that this was before COVID hit that they were playing this. And now you can't find it on YouTube. Like, and I watched it on YouTube. So it's so after it started to gain traction, it was scrubbed from YouTube. And now I, I believe you can only find it on Rumble. This video. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. You said this was before COVID because this just came out. Oh, this is the new one. Okay, so you've not seen the old one then. Oh, I saw. They, they no, did this. I, ne I never saw the old one. Okay. No, no. This is the okay, new I'll one that they that just show released. You that because. Yeah, okay. Okay, because they did the exact same thing before COVID, and it was basically this exact same thing. They laid out that it was coming. They had news people. They had the table of, of people talking about it. It's like basically the exact same thing. Yeah, I couldn't find that video. I mean, I showed you the, the, the event 201, but no, this is the new one that just came out. This is the brand new one oh, that wow. they just did in Belgium for the 2025, the new pandemic. The toll might have been much less. There it is. Catastrophic contagion from October 2022 and now 2025. So that's what it'll be. It'll be the Sears, the Sears infection, the Sears virus. Well, they said that was an enterovirus. They said enterovirus. that was an enterovirus, which is uh, enterovirus, which is a, uh, that was a uh, polio was an enterovirus. Oh, good. So And COVID was not? Interesting. No, no, Neurovirus. COVID was a Corona. Oh, oh, okay. It's a, that's a type of. So, yeah, the same people behind Event 201 that David was just talking about from a few years ago uh, took place almost three years ago to the day, by the way. They completed their, their new one now, and, and they say that this is going to originate in Brazil 2025 and get ready. So in addition to Bill Gates, the 10, and, uh, 10 current and former health ministers and senior public health officials from Senegal, Rwanda, Nigeria, Angola, Liberia, Singapore, India, Germany participated in this simulation. Uh, they had pre-recorded news broadcasts, as you saw, and then they had the virus simulation and they tested the rates of, of spread and how this would affect children and, and sweep across the globe and how they would you know, go into lockdowns and what they would do um, and preparing, of course, for uh, for vaccines as well, making sure that those are lined up perfectly with this. See, this is the beauty of what these guys do, right? They know it's coming, so then they just develop the vaccines that they can sell to us, and they have them ready to go right there. Yes, but you can see there's a clear narrative of, like, you know, naysayer guy, you know, saying, well, these pandemics are political. We're not going to hand over power. Absolutely not. And then the sort of cooler heads in the room prevail, like, 
no, we need a global response. We need centralized power. No, we absolutely, no, you unreasonable guy. They're, they played him as a caricature. Right. Um, and then they showed other people saying, absolutely. And, and it's interesting that they have people who look like they're in, from African countries when the African Union has said, we do not want to participate in centralized power through the World Health Organization if there's a next pandemic. We absolutely will not be handing over power this way. Yeah, that's well, and one thing right, that I said. Few African nations that stood up and actually voted that down. Go ahead, David. Well, I was going to say, like I was saying from the very, very beginning, and we were talking about it on the show that if there was actually a global pandemic, then these companies would have got together with world leaders and they would have created this vaccine and spread it to the world free of charge because they are profitable enough. The government could have paid for it to do that, but when they made it so that they created basically nine new billionaires and it was so profitable for them, that shows you the true motivation that it, w- it was nothing about a pandemic. Right. Yes, and this and is the same thing. It's like, yeah. Go ahead. Mrs. Mom in the chat is saying, do you see that they're saying targeting kids? Because that was the piece that I feel like mm. that was missing from COVID is that we realized that it was not particularly um, terrible on children. And so this is this is what it's like trying to show us that would be different, because if we got another COVID related disease, we might not all mobilize the same way we did the first time. Right. But if it's it, oh, it's going to hit our kids. Oh, it's you don't just live with long COVID. You live brain dead. Well, oh, that's the polio you know, thing that Philip's talking well, about. Right. right. That's yeah, I was going to say, I wonder I wonder if that's why they chose an enterovirus, because the because they, they wanted to it just wasn't scary enough. It's not scary unless it involves children. Right. right. And then you and so then you make that's why they went polio down. vaccine to your point earlier as part of a routine like. Well, it rap- is now polio yes. is now part of your routine shots. What yes. I'm saying is whatever new thing that they create would become part of your new inoculation schedule for children. Yes. So this 2007, they had a lockdown in place. We learned this week. Um, let's do so, some good digging here. Um, <clears throat> we learned this morning, thanks to some good reporting by Will Jones, that the U.S. government had a plan in place for lockdown since 2007 to lock down and wait for a vaccine again since 2007. It's a pandemic plan produced by the National Infrastructure Advisory Council. It was hosted by the, on the CISA website. It lays out banning any large number of gatherings, Definitely closing schools, non-essential businesses, institute work-from-home policies, and quarantine exposed and not sick indi- exposed and not sick individuals. Quarantine those people too. The aim is simple and clear to slow the spread and wait for the vaccine. And here's a quote from the plan. During a pandemic, the goal will be to slow the virus's transmission. Delaying the spread of the virus will provide more time for vaccine development while reducing the stress on an already burdened healthcare system. So that was in place. That's been in place. Thanks to Will Jones for uncovering that. So there you go. That's uh, get ready. 2025 Brazil and uh, mark your calendars now. Make sure you plan your vacations accordingly. Wow. Now that's pretty eye opening. This is the exact type of thing that the Bible talks about. Now, I'm not going to tell you this next one is it. I can't predict that. God knows. Remember, we've got a war or something that's going to come up out of the sparking from the Euphrates River. That will not stay there. It's going to be worldwide, and it's going to be, um, it's going to kill one third of the human race. So we're keeping an eye on that situation as well. And it appears to be that China's involved in that, from the description in the sixth trumpet. So 
that is the next trumpet to sound. We don't know which is going to happen next, but we know that coming out of this next, or not out of this next one, but we know that eventually coming out of a scenario like we just witnessed in this uh, in this clip that we just watched, that will be the lead into the Antichrist. And at that point in time, we'll have three and a half years left. He'll stand in the temple of God claiming to be God. And we'll have three and a half years left. So I appreciate you tuning in. Thank you. Hey, listen, very important. Find us on Rumble and uh, just search Prophecy Views. Here pretty soon we're going to try to get a custom URL where you can find us easily. Um, but find us on Prophecy Views. It's important because we're going to start transitioning our platform um, because I'm anticipating YouTube not liking what we're doing. And so eventually YouTube will cut us off. We have put some protections in place, but um, it's going to be a matter of time and YouTube's going to cut us off. So come over, find us on Rumble, and that will be our protected platform, at least for the foreseeable future. Uh, God bless. Thank you for tuning in.